Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. Guten Nacht, my Wiener Schnitzels. Uh, welcome to the Kachat, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm John Bishop, and I may not have taken some of my meds today. Hell yeah, man. We got a good energy going in right at the top. I'm Lucas Southworth. I don't have any German for you, uh, but maybe later, you know, I'll keep you on your toes. All right. And we're the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? And Lucas... What's up with cars today? Uh, not too much that we could figure out, quite frankly. So we decided to make up some stuff that was up about cars, I guess. All right. But since it is our special anniversary episode, uh, that does mean, of course, we were supposed to rewatch one of the movies we have watched. And in preparation, I I do believe you and I both watched uh, Maximum Overdrive again. Is that right? John, I watched Pacific Rim. Oh, no. Ah, well, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, I prepared questions for you having watched Maximum Overdrive, and of course, I was supposed to watch uh, The Batman, Mm. so this is going to be strange energy, but let's keep going with it. The the bit John's doing is, if we were following our schedule, we were supposed to rewatch Planes, Fire, and Rescue, but we remembered that today, and we can't record it after today. So next week, maybe, probably. Yeah, we remembered, as in Lucas told me that, and I was like, well, I'm going to watch The Batman, so this is something. And I played Super Smash Brothers, Plant Gang for life. I love Piranha Plant. So you can see we were way too busy to watch Blades Fire and Rescue. But I know y'all are clamoring for it. We'll get to it next week. But this week, we decided... You know, it's been too long since we donned our Hollywood-style berets. Don't you agree, John? Absolutely. I have about six of them, so it's weird that I don't wear them very often at all. Yeah, it's just one of those things, like, you see it in the store, and you're like, is this the kind of person I want to be? Yeah, and then you get home, and you're like, man, I wear jeans and a t-shirt every day. What am I going to wear this with? Uh, And then it just sits in your closet until the cycle repeats itself. But we do have them to bust out for this. Our most, our most favorite (laughs) uh, little sub-series where we pitch movies. And I don't know if you noticed, John, I did, I did pitch you in the URL of today's episode, a possible name for that mini-series, this mini-series that we are in currently right now. All right. So initially... I didn't see the second word, and I thought it was just somehow riffing on, like, cars on the road, riding on the road. 
But I do now see that the title is Writer's Room, which is clearly a play on, I can't think of a fake answer, Writer's Room. So, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we we haven't officially made this one a, a mini-series. We just do it every once in a while. So I figured mm-hmm. the fifth installment of it, I'm going to guess, might as well give it a name, and Writer's Room works for me, baby. Absolutely. But this time, guys, we're so excited for Cars on the Road. As you may have guessed from John's what he said about Cars on the Road 20 seconds ago. So we decided... They got a lot on their plate over at Pixar animation, especially this like CGI computer animation just takes so, so long. So we figured let's take a little off their plate. Let's pitch them some episodes so they don't have to worry about that part, you know, Mm -hmm. and they're going to be so busy, especially now after Encanto, I can only assume one everything, you know, just talking to people about how how great Encanto is. John Encanto isn't a Pixar movie. Okay. Oh, you, they just like they just like it over at Pixar. They they're just fans. Is that is that the idea? It's a 3D animated movie. They got to talk about it, right? Yeah, it's like it's, it's the big thing. It's like when The Dark Knight came out, and then everyone decided uh, we have to do dark, gritty, sad things for the next twenty years. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, who am I to argue? But yeah, we're this, we're pitching ideas for episodes of Cars on the Road. That's what we're doing right now. John, would you like to start or would you like me to start? Uh, I would like... Hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a binary choice, John. You, you to start. Okay, there we go. I've written a few things down. I didn't do as much prep work for this as I wanted to, but... The first one I've got here is visit Sir Miles Axelrod in prison. (laughs) Now, I think this one could go a couple ways. In my head, when I came up with it, I was thinking a sort of spoilers for Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I guess, sort of a team up with the bad guy a la Baron Zemo in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, like maybe some of the old lemons are up to their old tricks, Mater and the spies at, I want to say Chrome is their spy organization. Does that sound right to you, Johnny? Lucas, I am still just fixated on the fact that Encanto is not Pixar. Oh, did you genuinely not know that? I did not know that. Oh, that's a shame, bud. Uh, <laughs> have you heard the the pitch I've been doing? <laughs> yes. Like Baron Zemo. Yeah. I think the spy organization is Chrome, so maybe uh, Finn McMissile they have, and Mater, they have to get him out to hunt down some of the, the old lemons. But mm-hmm. then I saw the words, visit Sir Miles My- Axelrod in prison, and it did also seem just kind of funny to me for them to just make a courtesy visit to him. And uh, to go along the lines of uh, Marvel, it could be a little bit more long live the king, all hail the king. I don't remember the exact name of it, but of course the video where uh, good old Mr. Kingsley playing the Mandarin, but not the Mandarin is visited in prison. And it's just kind of like, oh, this this weird quirky guy is just doing very well in prison and it's super weird. And oh, look in the background, it's Justin Hammer and he's not doing well. 
Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to explore both of them or do you want to pick one and go down that route? How do you feel? I definitely prefer the idea of this man is not making friends in prison Mm -hmm. and we're just kind of at prison for some reason and he's in the background and we see him unhappy. I do kind of just like the idea of Mater, if we discount godhood of Mater, just sort pure canon Mater, just sort of being like, I'm going to go visit my buddy Sir Miles Axelrod. Like, Mater doesn't see what's weird about that. Uh, or it could be seen in the other ways. Mater clearly sees what's wrong with it, but he's a nice guy and he's trying to help rehabilitate him. But I think it's almost certainly Mater just wants to visit his buddy Sir Miles Axelrod and doesn't get why that's weird. Now, would there be another character in prison who would make more sense than a super terrorist? Uh, I mean, we could do really anyone from Cars 2. And I was going to say any of the lemons, but lots of just the characters from Cars 2 could be thrown in jail for a lot of reasons. Uh, but it, we could also do the delinquent road hazards. Uh, yeah, we could do the delinquent road hazards. We could do, I know you're against this, but sure. we could do, uh, ah, oh, shoot. I can't even remember her name. The bus. Miss Fritter? Miss Fritter. I kept thinking Frizzle and I'm like, that's definitely wrong. <laughs> yep. You think it's... that's why they called her Miss Fritter? You think that was a intentional oh, reference? Okay. I've to always... confuse me, of course. That's what you're asking, right? Did they do that to trip me up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's of course that's why. Okay, cool. Good to know. Yes, uh, Miss Fritter. I think it'd be hilarious that it's just oh yeah, she was in prison for a little bit, you know, because she runs a a an illegal, dangerous operation. Yeah, <laughs> and she did appear on the news to talk about it. So, in this, Lightning and Mater are visiting Miss Fritter, and just as a sort of background B plot. Sir Miles Axelrod is just having the worst time ever because I gotta imagine. Because Miss Fritter won't stop picking on him in this world in which, for some reason, uh, the prisons aren't separate. I gotta imagine folks would be even more upset with someone who, like, tried to turn people away from the green energy movement, like, in the Cars universe. That's gotta be, as we've discussed... Global warming has to be going at a pretty big clip in the cars first. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's pretty bad in our world, and a lot of people seem to not care. So there's that. That's true, but the fact that it would be worse in the cars verse at least would make me think that more people would hate him. Also, he tried to mur- he successfully murdered and tried to murder a lot of people. So there's hey, that. It's not murder if you pay someone else to do it. I don't think that's true. It's not. It. Well, it's not you murdering. It's still illegal. I don't remember what the exact thing is, but yeah, hiring someone to kill someone is illegal, but not murder. Okay, sure. I'll believe you. Uh, that sounds actually accurate. Probably as much of a punishment just has a different name. Yeah. Okay, so... I okay, here's here's what's going down. We gotta we gotta set the scene a little bit, Johnny. As we know, the plot of Cars on the Road is pretty much, as far as I can tell, Lightning and Mater go on a road trip, hijinks ensue. 
Mm-hmm. So I guess they just are driving by the Thunder Hollow Penitentiary, <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, Miss Fritter's in there. Let's let's take a minute and go visit." Okay, so when they visit, yeah, first thing we see, do we want it to be him getting beat up or something sillier? I feel like I think it could be fun if they visit Miss Fritter and he's just sort of passing in the background and we don't see his face uh, and he like accidentally bumps her and she goes, she turns around and like blows up on him uh, and is like, Axelrod, if I have to tell you one more time. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I don't know why, but I really like the idea of we're going by and for some reason there's a line and they're like waiting to use some exercise equipment. And the exercise equipment is the jump rope. And he's in line. And then just someone gets in front of him and he's like, hey. And then like three more people get in front of him. I could see it being very funny if like either for the entire episode or most of the episode, Lightning and Mater don't even realize he's there. Like it's fully just... They move on, but the camera lingers for a second, you know, and shows the bad, bad time Sir Miles Axelrod is having in prison. Okay, new idea for the episode. The reason they're in prison is because it's a scared straight program for the delinquent road hazards. All right. And for some reason, Miss Fritter is now working for the state as a guard. That fits her energy pretty well, I feel like. And, uh... The, the whole thing with him getting cut in front of line and no one ever realizing he's there. He's just in the background. And in every scene, like they visit the yard and then he gets cut in front of for the jump rope line. They visit lunch and then he gets cut in front of in the lunch line. And it's just him getting cut in front of the entire time. I've got to ask, John, before we go any further, is this wild enough based on the concept art we've seen? of them going to dinosaur times and to Mad Max land, etc. See, I want to say yes, because it's the idea of a scared straight episode, but specifically for the delinquent road hazards who are all adults. Yeah. And, <laughs> and there's just a terrorist in the background getting cut in front of in line and we can see prison fights and also a car using a jump rope. And that sounds crazy but also mad max is an episode yeah so i don't know i do i like this one almost because it would just be so wild for them to just be like ah we have a whole world of whimsical car locations we could show you we're gonna go to a car prison yep and we are going oh man there would be could be a really great joke about them making license plates (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> maybe that's where miss fritter gets all her license plates maybe she sort of implied that she was going to take them in that one scene where she showed them all hanging from them but no she just takes like the re- the ones that get messed up by her the prisoners she guards no no it's she does take them but she always like gives them a new one <laughs> all right because okay because she has a supply of them mm-hmm. uh, and she's she's got some pre-filled out <laughs> dmv documents for them to change because she does work for the state yeah yeah yeah. she's got the connection 
She's also a notary. <laughs> I don't know why the the idea of Miss Fritter being a notary is the biggest laugh I think you've gotten out of me in a few episodes, probably. It's good though. It's yeah, good. No, no. I obviously I think it's funny. Uh. All right. I feel like we've tapped that vein if we run out of stuff to talk about we can always come back to it uh we can you, always go back to prison you know you know that's what they that's something you got to remember uh, that's you, how that's how america treats it you can always come back yeah they, sometimes it's really hard not to yeah it's a revolving door our system is broken and we need deep 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 justice reforms but john do you have a episode of a car's tv show to pitch to me okay so uh they go to a big city but this big city is kind of like i don't know kind of grungy and dark and uh like they're driving around at night and all of a sudden someone comes out of the shadows and like hey give me your money and then somebody swoops down (laughs) from the shadows and beats them up really really bad it's like beating them it's like really grotesque and like it seems like children should not watch this and then he the guy says something like i'm vengeance and then he drives back into the the night i was gonna ask if this idea had anything to do with you spending the last three hours watching robert pattinson in a bat suit but i think you answered my question so you want to you want a batman episode of cars on the road is what you want man it's weird that you made that connection but that actually that could work (laughs) all right sure yeah man (laughs) how is he gonna grapple this is not dissimilar to our discussion of spider van you know (laughs) yeah uh poorly it would go bad things would break both that he was tethered to his tether would break and when he like got to his destination whatever his destination was would break uh but okay how do you expect how do you expect the uh i mean the bat van is right there but there's got to be a better one i'll stick with the bat van for now i mean how do you expect that will work sure but again we have talked about the like the show that's gonna be the batmobile yeah okay yeah so there's that, unfortunately. unfortunately. But hey, what are you going to do about it? Okay, so Bef- in the Batman, yeah, the Batman does a lot of punching and does a lot of like beating up a large amount of people. And we've discussed the cars. Typically, their violence is they punch each other by hitting each other with their body and then breaking each other. But if the Batmobile is, in fact, an armored vehicle makes a little bit more sense no yeah i I see where you're coming from with that but it also sort of works with batman because like in the dark knight rises and a a lot of stories about just the batman like what would the effects of being batman be like his body is broken beyond belief from doing what he does uh yeah like it, it is just absolutely irreparable the damage that has been done to him so i don't know it sort of clocks for me you know Mm -hmm. okay so 
for an actual episode that could happen. Sure. Okay. I think a, well, it's really tough because I don't know whether I should go for like, oh, they're on the road. They're doing a road trip. Or if I should go for like clearly what the show's going for, because on the road, it's a road trip thing. But also the, the art we've gotten are they're in prehistoric times. They're <laughs> in Mad Max world. And there's a Bigfoot chase scene, I guess. So, like, what do we do with that? Like, do we do, oh, it's a Sex in the City episode where they go to New York and they're talking about all the Mr. Big and how Mr. Big is actually, funnily enough, a fairly small vehicle. I mean, John, <laughs> I never would have thought in a hundred years... Oh, let's do a Sex in the City episode. <laughs> Especially considering I don't know anything about Sex in the City. But now that you've said it, it has to be one of the pitches we do. So, Well, here's the problem with that, Lucas. I've yeah. seen very little Sex in the City. Makes sense, <laughs> given what I know about you. So instead, uh -huh. let's do a Gilmore Girls episode. Now, here we go. This is something we're both pretty well well versed in okay so here's here's the rub again it's a road trip so it's got to be lightning and mater go to stars hollow yeah and they meet the people there and i don't know how we're gonna make that like a classic episode of gilmore girls where it's some family drama and people just trying to live their lives and be their best selves and explore what it means to be who they are while at the same time, like, defying expectations of their uh, previous generations. Yeah, not to mention just, I don't know how we're going to fit the sheer volume of quirkiness we'll need to fit into it, you know? Uh, and I feel we... like, honestly, like, I feel like that might be the easy part. That's fair enough. We also will need to, to decide when in Gilmore Girls it would take place, because we could have fun nice cute uh early season rory uh and that would be a good time or we could explore worst human being on the planet late season rory gilmore you know that's those are both things we could go for we could go for middle of the series when she's actually torn between a few different options of boys or we could go for exploring the whole why on or why on earth did Lorelai go back to her husband? Why? This yeah. was a terrible choice. Man, Gilmore Girls is wild. How much do you think we're alienating the few people who listen to this podcast right now? Not at all. Everyone's seen Gilmore Girls. Everyone loves it. It's the best. It's a good show. Like, I don't know what to tell y'all. I used to watch that show with my grandmother, and it was great. I watched it a little with my mom, and then a few years ago just did a full... It was a rewatch for Liz, but a, a watch through for me. Uh, and man, it's good. Rory just makes me so mad in the late seasons. She's she's not fun to follow in the late seasons. <laughs> See, it's genuinely it's it's the whole problem is you can't start off doing well in any sort of show because if you start off doing well you can only go down. I don't know. They they could have introduced real 
I know we haven't talked about cars for a minute, but I just enjoy talking about this. Uh, they could have introduced real like issues to Rory for the first time and not gone as far like on the other side of the spectrum for her in responding to them. Like she could have experienced some hardships in college and in trying to find her career that felt believable and have a bad reaction to them that I would have appreciated. Like, of course she's having a bad reaction. She has been successful all her life, but instead she like steals a boat and gets drunk and quits college. And I, (laughs) well, if you're going to go, you gotta go hard. And if you're going to do all that, you might as well also uh, go back to your ex-boyfriend and uh, ruin a marriage. Oh man. And like, like here's here's something I do need to clarify. Clearly, she should not be blamed for him being a bad husband. But also, she shouldn't have encouraged it. They were both bad guys in that situation. No, yeah, for sure. The person, the person who cheat. Let's not get it twisted. He was the worst guy. Yeah, the the person who cheats is always the worst person, almost universally. But like, if you know, if you know they're married. Like, come on, Rory. <laughs> Doesn't make yeah. you a good person. I'll tell you that. And no matter what excuse you're giving of like, oh, well, their marriage is terrible. Okay, don't get involved. Don't get involved. And if you genuinely care about them, you can get involved in a way of trying to help these people out. Maybe that's marriage counseling. Maybe it's uh, helping them through their separation. It's not encouraging betrayal. It's okay, John. He took the ring off. That's a real line that she says, and it makes me go crazy. But, John, I have thought of one specific character from Radiator Springs who does need to join us on this journey. Jesse? Jesse? Mm-hmm. No, who's Jesse? Is there a character name? I think you're making a joke on Jess, the clear, obvious, best choice of the boyfriend she had, but I don't know a Jesse from Cars. Not from Cars. Oh, from Toy Story? No. What's happening? Who is Jess. Yeah, Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah? Yes, Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, (laughs) No, I clearly said a character from Cars. Don't confuse me. I said Melia, it's Miglia. Oh, thank you. Everyone was going to get mad at your pronunciation of his name. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) See, that's the thing, though. That's correct. No, because yeah. <laughs> if if you're close but wrong, it's much worse than if you jokingly acknowledge that you don't know how to say it. That's fair enough. The joke I was going to make is Fillmore has to go. So it's Fillmore girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know exactly how that fits in. Lucas, but... I need you to repeat what you said and understand what that means. No, I yeah. Fillmore has to be involved and it has to be Fillmore girls. Okay, but what are you? What are the words that you're saying? I am saying that the character Fillmore from Cars, if we're gonna do a Gilmore Girls crossover, the has title. To be involved. Say the title, and think about those. No, words. John, I understand the implication. <laughs> I understand if you put a space in there, we're talking about an entirely different type of film. But it has to be Fillmore Girls. I'm sorry. I don't so, make the rules. So we are going to accidentally uh, have an episode of Cars on the Road that is also the same title as the porn version of Gilmore Girls. 
Listen, I'm not happy about it either, but they if if we have to do a Gilmore Girls crossover, and we do have to, then that's just the only way we're going to do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I don't know how to further that, but I do need to say there's a character who has the name <laughs> of something that sounds like a Cars character, even though it's not a Cars-themed name. It's Logan Huntsberger, and that feels yeah. like a Cars name. <laughs> no, I, I see where you're going for that. I don't know why, but it does. Yeah. Dean's my least favorite, then Logan, then Jess is the clear choice, if anyone was wondering. John, See, feelings? Here's my thing. When <laughs> Jess was an option, he wasn't a good option. But after he stopped being an option, he was the best option. Yeah, and if we look at all of the bad things about all of them, the bad stuff about Dean and the bad stuff about Logan super, super, super outweighs the bad stuff about Jess, in my opinion. Yeah, Jess was an angsty kid who liked getting into trouble because he needed someone to be a strong hand and a good uh, symbol in his life. Uh, whereas Dean was a guy everyone thought was perfect and turned out to be just the worst because of everyone expecting him to be perfect. And Logan just sucks. I hate Logan. Yeah, Logan's he's... just kind of an entitled dick. <laughs> yeah, but at least he's interesting, unlike Dean. Sorry, Jared. Padalecki. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we've spent a lot of this episode talking about Gilmore Girls, but I don't know. It's our podcast. So uh, Fillmore Girls. Yeah, uh, Fillmore Girls. Fillmore's along for the ride. and It's it's Fillmore's cousin. Owns <laughs> a coffee shop. <laughs> okay, so he's, he's, Luke, he's Luke's cousin? Yeah, Fillmore is Luke's cousin. Cool. We're going to Cars Hollow, obviously. Mm -hmm. We're uh, going to Cars Hollow, and we meet Oh no, I can't. Uh it it can't be it can't be Carly. No, it can't, can it? Ah, uh, is there something for lie? That feels like a rich vein of things that rhyme with it. Okay, so uh, Lorelai and Rory. Uh I got I got nothing. Yeah. That nobody has cars names. It's weird. Uh the Except characters for Jess. Yes. His last name is Mariano, so clearly it's just Jess Cariano. I, and that works because he's not from Cars Hollow, but everyone in Cars, Hollow's, Cars Hollow just has a normal name, and mm -hmm. the characters find it weird. Like that scene from Avatar The Last Airbender, where they're all confused that the Earth King just has a normal bear, and it's not like a combo bear like they're used to. Yeah, yeah. You mean a turtle bear? No, it's... It's just, just a bear. Yeah, it's a good scene. It's a great show. Should we do a podcast about Avatar? We can't. Well, they go to Cars Hollow. They meet everybody, and they're just living their lives. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the episode, I guess. And we just, like, we see an episode of Gilmore Girls or Fillmore Girls, uh, and it's just <laughs> in the background. It's just them driving through Stars Hollow, and then, like, in the same fashion that there was an episode of Community where a couple met, then had a child, and got married, and then lived their entire lives, and then Abed was kind of there for that. Like, the fact that all that happened in one episode in the background, we're going to do that, but it's a love triangle. John, can I, can I take that and tweak it just a little bit? Please do. Instead of... Lightning and Mater being the foreground and Stars Hollow being the background. What if there? it's just a full 
episode of Gilmore Girls, like mid season, we don't know what any of these like plot threads are at all, but Lightning and Mater's story is in the background and they're getting into like some A class hijinks, like Mad Max level hijinks of like being chased around and stuff, but we all we just barely see them pass through the background, like outside the window of Luke's diner and whatnot, as Rory and Jess make eyes at each other or something. You know, I like this, but I like it. Can I can I just tweak that a little bit? J- just just a little bit. Okay, just a little bit. Uh, we do a spinoff series of the spinoff series. All right, and it's all of the episodes of Cars on the Road, except it's different. Uh, like teen dramas, and in the background, it's you see the episode that it's like the episode, like episode one, you see episode one, but it's happening in the background, and it's just that. Like, there's a, a Gilmore Girls episode where it's Fillmore Girls, and there's a like a, a Riverdale episode in the background of one. We got a One Tree Hill 90210, we got mm-hmm. a we got a Dawson's Creek. Yeah, okay. I could get into that. A Smallville even. Oh man, I would uh, I've got to watch through Smallville. I keep watching clips of it on YouTube and I like all of them. Oh, it's it's so much. Oh no, it's I so know. much and it refuses to be anything more. Yeah. That's that's kind of nice though sometimes. Yeah, Just like a... one comment is you wait, imagine this, you wait 10 seasons to see him in the suit and then you don't see him in the suit sick love that yeah i could i could take that i just really enjoy the idea i think for me it has to be all of them are mid-season so there are some connections that we just fully don't understand dawson is mad at pacey and joey for some reason let's see how much i can do here liz watches a lot of these while i sit and half pay attention Liz also was a big fan of Dawson's Creek. And let's see, Lucas and Nathan are fighting over, this is not a real thing, but Haley, Peyton, and Brooke, I want to say? That sounds right. That's One Tree Hill. She's watching that one right now. Brooke and Haley look the same. I can't tell them apart. Uh, (laughs) I've gone off track. It's so important to me that we do not have the context of why everyone is mad at each other or why we're throwing like a massive fundraiser, et cetera, et cetera. And even better, worse, uh, we specifically have to watch the seasons and then make up our own episode and make up the entire storyline. And it's just now in the Cars universe. And then in the background, you see Lightning and Mater. And they're being chased by some robot dinosaurs or something. Mm-hmm. It's like in Riverdale. It's just like, oh, uh, hey, Jughead, the serial killer is doing some jingle jangle. And he he's buying all the guns and he's storing them in a secret bunker that a bunch of teens like to party in. What are we going to do? And then like in the background, uh, a Bigfoot is chasing Mater. Honest to God, wouldn't be that weird for Riverdale. It is wild what they do on that show. Uh, Especially having not watched it in several seasons and just going on and looking up 
episode plot summaries every once in a while. <laughs> it's the best way to experience the show. I'm telling you is to just to Google random plot summaries of random episodes of Riverdale and try to follow what the hell they're talking about. So you may or may not be able to answer this. I think they did a time skip after like the last season or two we watched. I couldn't tell you, man. They did a five episode alternate universe called River Vale, where it's even spookier and there are witches and stuff. What? Sabrina showed up. That, that's all I know about it. I can't give you any more context than that. <laughs> I know they were going to like, like there were rumors there were going to, there was going to be a Sabrina crossover. They just did it, but made it alternate reality. Yeah, I think Cheryl's girlfriend turned into a ghost demon. That's all I remember. The, uh, the literal devil shows up. Uh, oh, original Reggie. You know how they replaced Reggie with a different a- actor? Uh, yeah. They bring back the original Reggie actor. Uh, and is and, he Reggie in that universe? Well, they, they're both there, and they're like, we're both Reggie. What's going on? <laughs> what? Riverdale's the best show on television is basically what I'm getting at. Uh, oh, I gotta, I gotta watch this. I did watch that scene. It's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> oh, and Veronica's reaction is she wants to have a threesome with them. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So Good, good. Anyway, my next uh, pitch is <laughs> I've just written Mia, Mia and Tia origin story. And John, I don't know quite what that means. <laughs> But I figured we could get there together. We're going to discover in this episode that they're not twins. And in fact, one of them (laughs) is the original and one of them is a clone. But no one knows which one is which. Mm, It can be like the twins from Invincible. Even they don't know. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's the beauty of it is that uh, originally they were just named Miata. Mm, Okay. And that's why they're Mia and Tia now. Maybe instead of clones, they are, uh, you know how there are episodes of television where like a superhero gets split in half. One is his secret identity. One is his uh, superhero form. Or it's like the good instincts of the superhero and the bad instincts of the superhero, stuff like that. Yeah. It could be that, but their personality is so singular that they got split into two and they're still exactly the same. Except one of them really likes the color blue, and the other one really likes the color green. Because that's the only conflict they had internally. <laughs> Could be. They couldn't decide what their favorite color was. Okay. Like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what we've already come up with a pretty compelling origin story in that. But I guess are we traveling back in time to see their origin story? Or are we just sort of visiting them wherever they're from and getting the context for them, but still remaining in the present. What do you think? I think the magic that separated them is starting to fail, but they've both become their own people. So uh, Mater and Lightning have to find the witch that did this to them and uh, get them to make it permanent. Mm. Or, okay, what if instead the spell has not wearing off it's getting stronger and there are even more and more of them uh so much that they they can't really control them they're filling too much space Mm -hmm. uh and they have to 
they really don't want to be just Miata again, but they have to choose between destroying Radiator Springs or becoming a singular being again. Mm. And their choice is to, of course, uh, save Radiator Springs. And that's when they find out that they've misremembered it and they actually just were me and Tia to begin with. Yeah, they're like, I don't know why we thought that. It would have been weird if that was what happened. I guess it made sense when we were splitting up after that. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) In fact, I'm pretty sure this is all just uh, a bit of confusion because someone told us we had been split, but it was like when we were still pretty young and we had some like memory problems and it makes sense that we were just were sisters the whole time. Yeah. I think that was just our dad telling us that. So we wouldn't be bad. Like he, every time we would go in and like steal the cookies, he said, don't make me <laughs> reform you into one being again. Also in said, context, our father is a wizard. Yeah. He could have done it. In fact, I'm pretty sure this is a punishment that he's doing now that is splitting us further, but further still is the wrong word because again, we are two people. Yeah. We did steal some cookies earlier. So now that I think about it, it all lights up. Now that I think about it, his threat was to split us into multiple people. Not that we had been already. Sorry for wasting everybody. Everybody's time. I, I, this is all on us. We should have had our story straight before coming in here. Uh, and we're really just embarrassed at this point. And uh, that's when you find out that uh, their father is, in fact, the Cookie Crisp Wizard. All right. <laughs> Makes sense. Because, you know, the thing I said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no notes. We got it in one. All right. Oh, boy. So everybody loves a good superhero episode. And instead of doing <laughs> Batman, let's do an Avenger style crossover thing. But it's like they get rope doped into a save the world style adventure. And they have to like deal with these beings of supreme power. And it's like just a super team's like, hey, are you here to help us fight the bad guys? And Mater's like, no. And he's like, ah, I see you're disguised. And then. <laughs> Mater looks at the camera and says, not this again. No joke, John. Like, being completely serious, I could 110% see them doing a superhero episode if the concept art is accurate for how wild they're getting. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's an easy guess. Yeah, like, with how popular superheroes are right now, it would only make a lot of sense to me for them to do that. And here's something crazy to say, but who owns cars? I mean, they wouldn't, would they? They wouldn't. And who owns Marvel? <laughs> they just simply wouldn't, would they? Uh, that's the wrong word, Lucas. The word you're looking for is shouldn't. <laughs> I agree. God, we would Which... like it. The two of us specific. I, well, like it is not maybe the word. We would love man... that it happened. <laughs> But we wouldn't enjoy that it happened also. (laughs) We wouldn't enjoy it happening, but we will have enjoyed that it happened. Yeah. Which brings me to my next guess. Yeah, go ahead. There's going to be a Star Wars episode. 
Car Wars or Star Cars? We've done this a hundred times. It's, it's always Car Wars. Car Wars. It's and Car we're Wars. upset about it. Yeah. Because Star Cars sounds dumb. Uh, also and Car doesn't. Wars doesn't sound like Star Wars if you think about what it means. Yeah. But yeah, that could, that could work just as well. <laughs> yeah. You know? I was thinking on that subject, one of mine was, you remember Mator? No. That's fair enough. Uh, it's from... Uh, he's the little alien from Unidentified Flying Mater. See, when you said little, I knew. Yeah. I don't know why, but like you said little, I was like, oh, it's the cute little alien. Which I have looked up. There is a Mator diecast, which is shot to the top of my list for ones I want pretty badly, but it is rare, so it's expensive. What are you mm. going to do? Uh, but... Yeah, going back to Mator's homeworld was one of my ideas. <laughs> okay, and that's how they get into the Car Wars. I could see it being the episode is they go to Mator's homeworld and they're just being an Easter egg for Star Wars in the background. Like maybe the Millennium Falcon is sitting at the bar or there's an X-Wing or a TIE fighter that just flies by, you know, something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see it. I see it. How about yeah. the Death Star? Yeah, that's a whole person. Or is it lots of people? It's both. Yeah. yeah. Hive mind? Hive mind. Yeah. But also it's just a gigantic vehicle with a lot of vehicles inside of it. Yeah. Which in Star Wars is true. It is a gigantic vehicle with a lot of vehicles inside of it. <laughs> yes, that's also true. So... Much like in Star Wars, when they blow up the Death Star, maybe tens of thousands, I would say upward of 10,000 lives lost. That's probably a real fact that exists somewhere. I'm going to Google it while you keep talking. Uh, you know, it's bigger than a moon, so yeah, it could easily fit more than 10,000 people on it. It could, in fact, fit, probably, if I had to guess, if I had to throw out a number, any number, like a number specifically, I would probably throw out the number. I haven't found it yet. Oh. Uh, 52,000. Mm, no. 187,000. Uh, this says, oh, wow, a total of two and a half million. That's a lot. <sighs> That's too many. That's... I'll even go so far to say how many people did that thing kill a lot because it blew up a whole planet mm -hmm. that one time but basically also... my question is how many people died in these movies because the death toll is at know? least two and a half million yeah i'd yeah, go there's... so far as to say if they blew up a planet maybe as populated as say earth it's over eight billion well, you got to remember, John, they made two Death Stars and they blew up two Death Stars. And if I remember right, they also blew up basically a Death Star in uh, uh, the seventh movie, whose name I've forgotten, The Force Awakens. That was uh, Starkiller? Yeah. Which, basically funny enough, uh, fun fact of the day, Starkiller was the name of that of the protagonist in force unleashed and also was going to be the name of luke skywalker 
but they decided it sounded too violent. Accurately. So yeah, lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of people, especially again when you consider Starkiller Base blew up five planets. <laughs> and could do it multiple times. They really gloss over that, huh? Yeah. They could do some really, really, really interesting stories about that. Mm-hmm. About being one of the few, few survivors of a lost planet. Yep. Specifically with Leia. You get sent to a different planet and then like all of a sudden because of the way the gravity works, the fact that it's a less harsh environment and like your body reacting to like the space around it, it like just the radiation from like the sun could affect you differently. Like what if someone from one of those planets like went to Earth all and right. they were like a, a super being. I get what's happening. An ubermensch, if you will. A superman, if you will. Uh, That's a good name. Yeah, they whatever. should do something with that. <laughs> but no, but for real, I've changed our pitch from an episode of Cars on the Road to a new Disney Plus Star Wars miniseries <laughs> about some of the last survivors of Alderaan or any of those other planets that Starkiller base, if we want to care about those, which <laughs> the movie certainly didn't. And we make it. A Gilmore, uh, Gilmore Girls style show, and it's Thank called you. Looking for Love in Alderaan Places. All right, that's the oldest joke in the world. So I, I take back my thank you. Now you have to say you're welcome to give it back to me. You're welcome. Yeah, there we go. That's not how that works. Uh, <laughs> ah, boy, howdy. Have we talked about the weird implications of culture based on just that, that phrase and exchange? Looking for love in all the wrong places, or thank you, you're welcome? Thank you, you're welcome. Let's see. Thank you. That's easy enough. I am thanking you for doing something. That's the whole purpose of the word. You're welcome. You are welcome to expect this from me? You are welcome to the favor that I have given you. Yeah, okay, yeah. But That's the difference is that uh, the younger generations tend more often to say no problem or don't worry about it, things like that. They mm -hmm. tend to dismiss it. And some people get frustrated with this because they think of it as, oh, you're just being negative. You're just saying no. But in actuality, the whole point is, thank you, you're welcome, is I appreciate uh, what you have done. You're putting yourself like at their mercy. You're like, demeaning yourself and to say you're welcome is like saying i acknowledge that i have done something for you and i am gracious enough to acknowledge your acknowledgement of that whereas the no problem or anything like that is more of a youth culture thing of oh it really was nothing you deserve this and more and I don't feel like I have done something for you. I don't feel like I've been put out in any way. It just feels like what I should have done. It's, yeah. it's an acknowledgement of not only is this something that I'm happy to have done, but you shouldn't feel bad that I did it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a very we're all in this together kind of sentiment of like, this is how it should work. You should expect people. We should expect people to help each other. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Good job. And that's our pitch for the episode of Car Wars, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, when they go to Mator's homeworld, everyone's just really cool. 
and they're like, oh, this is great. And, and Mater at first is really bothered, and he's like, hey, why is no one saying you're welcome? And then Mator explains it to him, and Mater grows. Do you think, okay, we have said before, not to actually pitch ideas for this episode of Cars on the Road, uh, but we have said before that maybe Mater is a descendant of these aliens, or vice versa. Do we want to explore that? I think we explore it, but what we're doing isn't, uh, oh, we're going to explain this in depth. It's more, they go to that planet, and right in the background, there's just a statue of Mater, and it says something like, oh, that's not Mater. That's uh, one of the great progenitors. I like that. Yeah, yeah. And the whole the whole time, Lightning is getting progressively more freaked out by all the similarities. Like, mm-hmm. there are already too many similarities between them. But there are just more and more. They all live in futuristic junk heaps. Uh, they all have secret cables, etc., etc. Or maybe he just doesn't notice. That could also be fun. I, I could see I could see the way it being traditionally written is lightning's getting freaked out and Mater doesn't notice or Mater brushes it off. Oh, absolutely. Like but, it's explored, but not through the person who should be exploring it. But I do also like the idea of nobody brings it up. It's yeah. just for us. <laughs> uh, and maybe, okay, maybe there's a nearby planet who's red and <laughs> They want to be that planet's closest ally, but that planet's a little embarrassed of them. Uh, oh, I'm losing. I'm losing the plot. It's yep. lightning. It's lightning. There's always storming on that planet. <laughs> so, no, forget all that. That was dumb, and I hated it. Oh boy, the implication of that could easily be that Mater made him a planet. Just in his honor. I mean, I think, yeah, that is the implication there. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) All right. I think almost certainly in this series, they are going to visit a lot of past characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Who are either featured briefly in movies or in planes or in the little shorts. I think we should go through and because a lot of my ideas are just like oh they go to piston peak or he does a thing with chrome the spy people from cars 2 or going on and on he explores celine defer's horrible horrible malady that puts her eyes in the wrong place so i think we should go through and just name name some people we really hope they they meet in their journeys or go back to well, there's Celine. Yeah, Celine's uh, kind of the top of my list. I didn't actually think of her until right then, and I do want a Celine episode now. We've got me and Tia. We've got the prison episode. <laughs> I don't know if there are people I want them to meet, or if there are vehicles I'd like them to interact with. Sure. Like, uh... Okay, I don't remember what the gigantic excavator type thing is or is called. Yeah. But that. I want them to meet the thing that is 
bigger than buildings and is used for excavation and uh, moving just huge amounts of earth. Yeah, that's kind of where I am too, is I almost just want really boring episodes that are just Mater and Lightning go to the Senate and they just observe how lawmaking works purely for us to be like, great, we know how government is. We saw the president. We've saw Washington, D.C. This answers so many questions and stuff like that. Like they just go and hang out with a boat in its house. That would be so huge for us, even like that. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Just in just in their house. Like, just what seeing is a house for a car that cars can go into and then a boat. There's a boat. I mean, just seeing a car's house. Like we see inside the Cozy Cones. We see Mater's junkyard where he lives. But besides that, I don't think we see anything that we know for sure is a living space, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that, just, I don't know, like an episode that's like House Hunters <laughs> or some other HGTV show. Lucas, that's that's it. There's just an episode and it's uh, fix it or flip it. Love it or list it? I don't know. A show <laughs> where they go hunting for houses to repair. And we have to see them repair it which would mm-hmm. give us lots and lots of what of their hands answers. Yep. Oh man. We are making shows that nobody would like but us. <laughs> but man, we would be super into them. <laughs> <sighs> but back on what I was saying, I do think it would be fun if if Lightning and Dusty met. <laughs> All right. Like that's the obvious answer, but it'd be I I want it to happen still. It's, it's too it's too there. It's like, yeah, yeah, it's the main characters. They they meet. I'm going to be surprised if that doesn't happen. Yeah, or at least some character from Planes, you know, some known named character. It would probably be Dusty, but like they they have to, right? They've like teased a little bit that they're going to meet characters we've met before, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, it'd be weird if they weren't characters from the other movies. I mean, unless they just want to disown them. Like, they already kind of did that with Cars 2. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to acknowledge Planes and Planes Fire and Rescue in the same way we didn't want to watch Planes Fire and Rescue today. Well, I will say, Planes Fire and Rescue is one of the easier ones to rewatch for me. It's so bad. I don't like it. <laughs> better than planes somehow i still think it's better than cars too i i disagree with that who knows maybe you'll change your mind after we watch it again yeah watching that that has happened each time except for with planes which just made me more firm in my belief that i hate it yeah Uh, just planes is real bad but i liked cars 2 more than i did after the most recent rewatch and i liked cars 3 less after the most recent rewatch so we'll see interesting yeah there's just and i know we're fully off the rails now there's just something about cars 2 of like that's just silly who cares it's not trying to be something bigger and failing you know like Mm -hmm. i feel cars 3 is it's just it's just there and it's fun mayor just runs around it's dumb it's weird but it's not 
it's not failing at anything. It is what it was meant to be. And if you take it at face value, it's a fine way to spend an hour and a half, two hours, you know, mm-hmm. I, I would choose lots and lots and lots of mu- movies over it, but I think people give it a bit more hate than it deserves. <laughs> and I do mean a bit. Yeah. Yeah. It <laughs> like, still deserves a significant amount. It, it's, it's bad. I'm not, I'm, I'm not like off the reservation, but it's not quite as bad as people make it out to be. Yeah. And with Cars 3, I definitely see the whole, a big problem with it is that if you're going to have an important message, you can't make mistakes with it. Yeah. And yeah. it did at times make some mistakes, but Hey, I think it got most of it like decent. Yeah, there's a there's a deeper emotional connection to the characters in Cars 3. Like, mm-hmm. that actually happens. And there are some moments where I'm like, ah, oh, man, Mater, you maybe should be yourself. And then I think, no, you absolutely should not, you horrible, horrible man. Uh, but <laughs> they try a little bit in Cars 2. I don't know. So, an episode of Cars on the Road? Maybe it's just the entirety of Cars 2, again, so they can reestablish it into the canon of Cars, since Cars 3 doesn't acknowledge it whatsoever well there is doc's death and the headlights yep that's that's it that's i think what we those decided. are the two things lightning has headlights doc's dead that's the two things that carried over from cars two and appropriate both of those things could have just happened without cars two but cars two does give a reasoning for the headlights yeah I don't know. Feels like we're done. Does it feel that way to you? Yes. Cool. I need to use the restroom. Yeah, me too, man. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. We really do appreciate it. We know we've been a bit spotty with posting recently, so we do appreciate you being patient with us as we do that. I don't know, man. Life happens. We don't get paid for this. (laughs) So what are you going to (laughs) do? But we do really appreciate Y'all be impatient and listening to the episodes. Uh, And if you were thinking, guys, you're missing the obvious, obvious answer for what what episode should happen in Cars on the Road, we want to hear it. We really do want to hear your dream episode of Cars on the Road. And you can send those to us at our email, which is thechat at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at us, uh, tweet them at us and follow us on Twitter. And our Twitter is at the Kachat. And that's all one word. Now John says his part of the outro. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, tell anyone and everyone you think might be the least bit interested in this kooky, quirky, strange little podcast. And until next time, remember to float like a Cadillac. And sing like a beamer. Tiny.